From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to The Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of May 9th, 2012. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Warner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Kathy Whirling, Teresa Eccles, Dustin West, Kevin Close, and John Magi. Max Eccles back in the peanut gallery. In this segment, Kathy and Teresa are going to give us the first part of their World Showcase 101 series. And this is going from Canada to America, I believe. Yes. It's a very short trip from Canada to America. It is, but we passed many countries on our way there. Yeah, God forbid you just go a straight line right across the lagoon. I know. <laughs> oh, I hadn't thought about that. Now, World Showcase um, has 11 countries, each in their own pavilion. The countries that are represented are Mexico, Norway, China, Germany, Italy, United States, or America, Japan, Morocco, France, the United Kingdom, and Canada. Uh, the pavilions are around the World Showcase Lagoon, and you, when you go in, you either have to go right or left. We all, I always go right, and Kathy I does too. Do too. I don't know about the rest of you, but we tend to go right when Almost we go in. Almost always go yeah, right. I don't always. know what that's about. I don't know if that's... It's an American thing. I think it's an American thing. It's an American, it's an American thing. thing. Unless we take the boat across and start in the back. We've done that at times, too. The Brits go left. The Brits go left. And the common thinking is if you go left in rides... The line's going to be shorter because most Americans go right. That only matters if you're if you're there at rope drop. If you're there at eleven o'clock when World Showcase opens, it's the only time that matters. But I don't think, generally speaking, by about by about one o'clock, people have made their way around, and now you've got it. They're equal. just circling. Just depends how busy they're, it is. they're orbiting. <laughs> so you can um, walk, or you can run, run, or you can take the boat. There are two boats. Um, one goes, I believe, to Morocco, and the other one over by Germany in the Germ- Germany area. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost always take the one to Morocco if I'm going to take a boat too. I don't know why the depends where I'm going on that backside of World so. Showcase. Depending on the day too, they do a circle. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been there where it's gone to Morocco, then Germany? No. Back? Yeah. Yes. What's that? What's the reasoning behind that? Just probably less. One of the boats is broken. Yeah. Probably it's less just expense. One, just using one boat at that time. All righty. So anyway, Kathy and I decided to go right, and we started in Canada. And I we did some things on this when we were doing researching this that I had never done before. Canada is it's an amazing space. It has the mount, the Rocky Mountains, the waterfalls. Um, the attractions there are O Canada. That's the Circle Vision film featuring Canadian Martin Short. I'd never been in there before. had no idea what to expect. It's a visual journey across Canada. And what did you Justin. think? Well, at first it kind of made me nauseous. I'm glad they had the little ra- I didn't. I walked in and I was shocked there, weren't se- there wasn't no seating. There was no seat. There wasn't any. There wasn't no seat. And <laughs> like my southern there ain't, there, there, there ain't, ain't no seat. There ain't be no am seat. There ain't be no seat. And I was shocked. But I'm, and I'm thinking, well, they're going to line us up in these little little corrals. And shoot us. And shoot us, yeah. But I'm glad they were there because I leaned on them heavily mm-hmm. when the show started. And I lost my, you know, my old, what is it, Dustin? <laughs> my old self kicked in. And it was beautiful, it I don't was think they've ever though. had seating for the Circle Visions. No. I know no. when they used to have America the Beautiful, there was no seating. And when they did the thing with Nine Eye, right. the timekeeper. Time time keeper. Keeper. I couldn't think of the name of it. 
But I found it amazing. I never really thought that much about Canada before, never having been. I like the music. The music mm-hmm. is spectacular. It's got a little funny going with it with Martin Short. He's aged a little bit since I last saw him, but haven't we all? Um, he says the same thing about you. I know. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. And you've done it before, Kathy, right? Yes. And there was quite a few people in there, which surprised me. Also, in um, Canada, you've got the Celtic-style rock band Off Kilter, which is on the very, stage. Very, very popular. popular. Very Men, popular. Men in kilts. Men in kilts. Where can you go wrong with that? Yep. Right? I see them as part of the Great Britain Pavilion. I don't see them as part of Canada. No, they're definitely oh, no. part definitely of Canada. Canada yeah. It's in Canada, and I always it, it seemed kind of odd that it was there to me, but I enjoy it nevertheless because it's... I, I didn't know Canadians were famous for their bagpipes and kilts, but that, that's always been something that weirded me out. And do the real ones look this good, you know, as the yeah. ones in Epcot? I wondered that, too, as I watched. What are they wearing under the kilts? I know, I that's wondered that, too. the real question. Really? Depends. Oh, <laughs> only the old ones. <laughs> Oh my! Um, and your Canada dining, you've got La Cellier, highly popular, confusingly popular. Right. I mean, it's exactly. a great restaurant. I, I mean, have really never is. eaten there. The last, so. time, you know, ate there last year, I think it was, and and it was wonderful. I got to be honest, it was a fantastic meal. But it, you know, it's a great restaurant, great food, great service. I'll, I'll give you all that. It really, the hype is a little over 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 the top. It's also a very small restaurant. It's a small space, really? so I think there's this uh, inflated demand because you can't get. A seat. I think there's only forty or forty-five seats yeah. in the whole restaurant. Really and tight. Yeah, it's small. I I have never walked by that podium and and not heard somebody freaking because they can't get in, or the, the cast member explaining to them why they can't get in. It's one or, of those restaurants that we don't go to as much as we used to because now I have to know four or five months in advance when I yeah, want to go right. there and I just yeah, don't exactly. plan like that. And there's always a group of people standing there looking at the menu. Like it's, they're just going to look at the menu, turn around and say table for two mm-hmm. and it's not going to happen. I think it's also popular because it offers a more American style menu. Yeah, yeah, it's not as scary, quote unquote, right. as say Morocco. Exotic, yeah. For people it's who are not, not adventurous eaters, it's not as exotic right, as some of the right. other places. But there's all there's all sorts of cool and cool meaning in temperature places when you go back in towards the rock formations that it's a nice little area. It's a good shop for pictures, right, Kathy? Mm-hmm. What kind of shopping do they have? They've got- oh, they've got all kind of shopping. They've got um if you come up, up the steps, they've got the area that you can buy some like maple candies and some of the the plaid, oh the trading post yeah yeah the plaid different outfits mm-hmm. out in front they've got the little stands with your typical Disney type stuff pins and leather yeah. and flags and t shirts and stuff yeah. I haven't been up there in a while do they still carry the root products R O O T S yep. yep yeah I think so I think I saw those they have a nice cologne and they also sell on. Um, Kind of outdoorsy stuff. I was one of the first people to ever wear that cologne. Really? Because the company John worked for when we lived in New Jersey made that cologne. Huh. Are you serious? And he brought me home. You were the test cologne this, person? He brought me home like this big jar. The one of with roots. the foot pump? <laughs> Should have had a foot pump. And wow. I, lo- I love that. Was I, it manly? I've never. It's, a gr- it's, a, it's actually a unisex fragrance. Okay. It's very nice. Really nice. It's real clean. Okay. And the totem poles outside um, the trading post, I think, are amazing. The carving and the detail in the whole Canadian area. 
I think is worth a, worth a look. Great place for a picture too with the the stalks or what, it's not the stalks there where you can put your head in cutouts for your yeah. Heads. I'm thinking of the stalk like yeah. a stockade kind of a thing you stick your head in. They have that beautiful garden there also. I was just saying when you guys are doing this doing your walk around are you going in the back of these pavilions oh yeah yeah we've been all the way to the back and it's just amazing yeah and back to where that waterfall is if you go like when we've had some of the cooler temperatures there's actually icicles get on there that wow you know from the water coming down or like it's frozen on there it doesn't have to you know i mean it obviously has to get colder here but it's nice you can go back and sort of see like the the winter version of that and those waterfalls are supposed to be there because there's supposed to be a generator behind there that that water is masking the sound of that. And talking about the flowers out in front of, like, Le Cellier, they change them by the seasons. Mm-hmm. And so when it gets to winter, they have, like, white flowers in there to s- signify winter. So It always looks beautiful. It does. It, it does. It's always got a beautiful area. Character meet and greets. Um, before you go there, before you start, um, go on, that's also a nice place. People are always looking for someplace quiet. Mm-hmm. Back mm-hmm. there by those waterfalls, there's benches and things like yes. that. And on more than one occasion, we've gone back there and just hung out for a little bit. It's yeah. in the shade, and it's a nice, quiet spot. Out of the main traffic flow. Right. It's it's real nice. And there's that beautiful garden in front of you. Yeah. So they've got um, character interaction. Is that where... Um, who's in Canada? Is there anybody in Canada? There's I, nobody. There's in nobody Canada. in Canada. Sometimes you see Donald Duck in his plan. Royal yes. Mountie. His lumberjack outfit. His yeah, lumberjack. But as a rule, there's not someone there all the time. Fun facts? Oh, we have all sorts. Give us some fun facts, Kathy. Okay, let me find my... Keep talking. Does anybody else seconds. hear that NPR sketch they do on Saturday Night Live? We pretty much, as we were talking, there's the rock that, um, before illuminations, the big antenna comes out of it. So if you're in Canada, and all of a sudden you see a, you know, a big, big antenna coming out of the rock, they're like along the water, it's... Part of the Illuminations show. We talked about the totem poles. It's a great place to relax. The waterfalls, the plants. So there's there's lots of things to look at as you go through each one of these countries that take a little time and, and check them out. And look up the buildings. The architecture in all these countries is they're usually modeled after something that's in the country. And it's Which just amazing. Makes sense. Well, it does. But I'm just saying... I don't know. I just, I just think the architecture is amazing, and even though it's smaller scale, it's still fun. You were talking about characters there. Do they not have Brother Bear there? I have not seen Brother Bear there. When I was pulling up the list of characters, they weren't on there. But it, that might be a seasonal well, thing. I just feel like at one time they did have that. They might not anymore though. They got tired of people asking who's that, <laughs> and then they confused him with Duffy, and you know that's a whole other bear story. So. So, um, leaving Canada, and they've also got kiosks out front where you can get um, CDs, leather flags, not leather flags, leather and flags. <laughs> Those are hard leather to fly. <laughs> Gay Pride Parade, you'll find leather flags. <laughs> Just all kinds of little itsy-bitsy things. So, um, leaving Canada, you head into the United Kingdom. And there you've got the cobblestone streets, old British architecture, um, Stonehenge maze in the back, which I love to shove my kids in. And well, they're too tall now, but was fun when they were little. Um, dining in United Kingdom, you've got Yorkshire County Fish Shop, fish and chips, just basic counter service. 
always got good fish. A few times I've eaten there, it's always been good. Ask for them to cook it fresh. That's Kevin's tip of the day. I know. It's a good one. Rose and Crown, if you want a little British pub experience. It's also good for viewing uh, illuminations. And shopping. What do we got for shopping for there? Oh, again, we've got all kind of different shops there that you can wander in and out. There's the one, the, the building that houses the bathrooms has got, like, several rooms that you can walk through that has... Um, Twining's Tea is in there. Twining's Tea is on the oh, other, the other side. side, right, right. There's right. something... For, it's, it's like, like armory and, and stuff. And there's jewelry the in there. stuff from Scotland. I can't think of the name of it. But we, there's, like, night stuff. There's, isn't there, mm-hmm. like, heraldry? Cologne, and you get your rugby and your soccer stuff. Then you go into the area with all of the the Beatles room, is what we call it. It's just yeah, the, the one, yeah. British invasion... And, and really, are the Beatles still that big a hit that they need their own room with memorabilia? Yeah. Really? You're limited to five items. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, items. you know, Kathy, we had talked about that when we were in there, and I went home, and I realized Grace and her friends are really into the Beatles. And okay. Everybody guess, goes through a phase. Yeah. Well, I guess. I think so. Because so. I, I was around when they... You know, the original, over, so. yeah. Well, she's got the Beatles buttons. She's you know pulled out the old albums. And but I guess if you're looking at what is is uh, identified with the United Kingdom, the Beatles are a oh, huge definitely. part. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm sure pretty soon we'll be seeing Queen Elizabeth's uh, what is it, Golden Jubilee merchandise show up. And I'm sure there was stuff in there for Kate and William's wedding last year. Some of the names of the shops, we have the Lord and Ladies that offers scented soaps and perfumes. We have the Tea Caddy that does the Twinings Tea. It's we my have... mother's favorite store in Epcot. Oh, really? The, really? Twining, the Twining store, yeah. I think I've little biscuits and We've stuff. got the Sportsman Shop that sells tennis outfits. That's another one. It's like you come all the way to Epcot to buy tennis outfits, but hey, whatever. Um, the Crown and Crest is where the Beatles are and they have the heraldry items with the different crests and the names and then you have the toy soldier back there in the corner what um as we go through these shops in the in the different pavilions it it just amazes me you're taking a trip around the world and i realized you're still at epcot and i'm getting all sappy and dustin's getting that funky look on his face but it's true and you you could pick up a little a little something special from your trip it doesn't have to be doesn't have to have mickey ears on it you know it doesn't have to have that's what i like about these the different shops because though there are a few mickey items it's mainly from the country or, and we also know. enjoyed when they talked to us in their native language and made english those british people talk so far you've going to canada and English. You're fascinated well, by the native tongue. Well, no, it's we, as we, as like we went through, like when we got to France and they went, bonjour, and we're there like, and oh, wow. That was, a, yeah, that was a whole other country, wasn't it? But You're jumping no, ahead. No, no, so I'm far just, you've gone to two English-speaking countries. No, I'm just saying that even you know when what? you hear them say it, it sounds more exciting it's than when different. we say it. And I don't care. It was just freaking Canada, but they were so enthusiastic about their country. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I don't and know it if just explain this. It the just cast amazes. Members, <laughs> right. The cast members are hired from their right, native country right. to work in the countries in Epcot. So but it just gets you all excited about, you know, I don't know. I just. And be sure we didn't mention the Kidcot stations. In we did. We picked co- up our Duffy Bear fan thing. But they'll um, stamp it so you know what country you went to, and they'll 
talk to you in their language or say something so that, you know, it's an educational experience for your kids. Maybe that's the first time they've ever heard any It is, and the, and the KidCot areas are back within the pavilion. They're not on the fringe where you just have to walk by. You have to go in and look for them, which leads you past the shops and <laughs> every place, yeah. which I know is all figured out that way, but I just think it's it's a learning experience. Once in Epcot, <clears throat> so... Anyway, between United Kingdom and France is the International Gateway. Now, did you talk about characters? At, at oh, the United York? Kingdom. Oh, you're right. I we love the characters those. in the United Kingdom. United Kingdom, we've got Winnie the Pooh. Alice in Wonderland. You know, see Mary Poppins. Mary there. Poppins. And in the Rose and Crown, you have the Hat Lady. Huh? Apparently, that's What's her a, name, a big Pam deal? or Peg? She does the... Um, Oh, the lady with the buttons all over her. There's a word for that. Oh, I can't think Crazy. of it. Minnie Pearl? No, Homeless? No, there's a peop- there's, people are screaming at their radios or their computers right now. Uh, She's in the Rose and Crown? Yeah, and they wear their, their clothes are covered with buttons and their hats. They're actually in the Mary Poppins. Um, there's a scene where the band is all in those. It's in hmm. English. Oh, now I'm going to have to look. Wow. And then you also have the World Showcase players that are standing there like outside the shops i'm sure you've all been there that they involve the crowd in it it's it's a fun thing to watch they also have the little hopscotch thing so you can Mm -hmm. and back the english band um that replaced british invasion is i believe it's called english channel aha breaking news it's the british revolution british revolution oh okay well okay interesting so there it had been it had been the english channel yes i think briefly yeah so um that's a fun place to sit back there. There's not enough seating back there for me. I don't like to sit on the ground if I don't have to. Yeah. And if you're not there early, all the people older than me have already taken the seats. So, but it's a nice little area to... Damn old people. I know. There Darn are people nozzle. older than you? There are. Um, but it's a great place to sit back and listen to, you know, a little retro music. It's fun. Takes you back to the younger days, Dustin. And England, yeah. UK is where they have the phone booths. The phone oh, booth, yes. correct. Yes. Did you call any of them, Kathy, when you were there? Uh, no, not this time. I was, I was working this time, so I didn't <laughs> call the phone booth. But there's, it's a nice little shaded area. And England, to me, the English pavilion is, is it one of the bigger ones? It seems like there's more to it than some of the other countries. I think because of where it's located, it's not as hidden. You can see more of it. Because I think Morocco is the biggest one. Which I was totally shocked by yeah. this time when we got there because I had never been back in there. But a lot to do in, in the United Kingdom. Um, between the United Kingdom and France is the International Gateway. There you can walk to the Boardwalk, Yacht and Beach Club, Swan Dolphin, or take the boat to the resorts or to Hollywood Studios. This is something new to me. I just found out about within the last year. I was a little in the, in the dark about this. And a lot of people come in this way if they're just going to go to World Showcase and totally skip Future World. It's easy. There's way a to shop do. back there. That... Yeah, and it's a nice little, nice little area. A lot of seating in that area. One of the things that they do at Epcot, they do it at all of the parks. You can have your package if you purchase something in the park delivered to the front of the park. Right. You can also have it delivered back to that um, gateway. What is it? Gateway Traders or something? Right. And so that if you're staying back there at those resorts, it makes it a lot easier to get your stuff. A lot handier, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And there's characters back there. I always see Beauty and the Beast. I always see Belle back there. Mm-hmm. Belle. And what is what? the... She's working the back gate. <laughs> working the back gate. What does the bridge symbolize, Kathy? Well, 
when you're crossing that bridge into France, you're symbolically crossing the English Surrendering. Channel. <laughs> the English Channel. Storming yeah. the beaches. But, I mean... We give up. We give up. You know, it's little things like that that, to me, mean something. It's like, those are yeah. the little... Someone once explained to me that when you're in the Magic Kingdom and you go from Liberty Square towards Splash Mountain, there's a change in the pavement. It's like a pebble mm-hmm. thing, and that means you're crossing the Mississippi and going mm-hmm. from English architecture to Western architecture. Yes. It's fascinating, really. What kind of fun facts we got about United Kingdom? We have, have you ever noticed, too, as you're crossing the bridge and you look over to the right, there's a bicycle. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And there's a, like a painting. And it's like, I think a lot of times people just walk past that stuff. But Disney's put a lot of little touches in there. There's, um, I guess this is a good place to talk about that chair acrobat in France that stacks up his. That's amazing. Have you seen that guy? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, he's what does the bicycle and the picture represent? Is it just because man's, it's just... man's struggle for <laughs> knowledge? You know, just like walking along. Sartre. If you walk along the left bank of the Seine near Notre Dame, that stuff is really there. Those things that hang on the wall, those sort of metal... Those are where people, uh, vendors will sell items, right. and at okay. night they close them up and lock them. But I, I thought maybe you were getting... I, apologize. I thought no. you were saying there's something... I didn't know that. ...symbolic between, be, behind the bike in the picture. Man, no, struggle she, for knowledge. <laughs> just stuff... Oh, riding a bike? Just the, the stuff to see. That I said, you know, to me, that's... What I love about Disney so much is they can put these buildings there, but then they embellish with, you know, like the bikes. And, Attention to detail. And like when you're coming down and there's all those posters mm-hmm. on that circular thing, where they, that's where they do a lot of the character. Marie is there, yeah. That, I don't know. Something about... How can we? How many times can we say about the detail? But people, you sit and you watch people rushing from one country to the next to get to the next country, and they're not even seeing this stuff. And it's starting to tick me off because I just want to slow them down because they're they're missing half of it. They're missing all the little fun things that that make up. I mean, you know, they might be seeing it in there, you know, a little bit. But you, you get what I'm going with. It's, this it's one thing to miss those details when you're in the magic kingdom racing over to tomorrowland ride space mountain but when you're in world showcase you know that's why you're there is for that kind of stuff yeah. i just need to go back a minute the lady with all the buttons she did what they called the i know this doesn't matter to anybody but me at this point but it was the lambeth walk and here's a picture of those people all covered their outfits are all oh, covered okay. in buttons and she used to perform in there she's probably gone at this point or very very elderly but I think her name was Pam or Peg or something like that. But it's the Lambeth. It's a big thing in England. Okay. And if you watch cool. Mary Poppins, one of the little animated sections yeah. is a band. There is. With their, they're all covered with little white buttons. So there. And they're little done. narrow skirts. That Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. And as we were researching this, I didn't see this beforehand, and I can't wait to go over and see it. Bell has a library behind like the perfume shop that I didn't know was Is there. it upstairs? It says there is know, something upstairs over the perfumery it's a in France. Walk through okay. area, but with favorite stories, knickknacks like gargoyles from Hunchback. All right, that, it's the uh, meet and greet area for her. I'm pretty sure. Okay, but it's something uh, I didn't know where it was she comes there. out beside Chef de France. Well, no, like, that's where she comes out. Uh, 
No, I think I think there's a meet, but I think there's a meet and greet area for her back behind the perfumery. Yeah. There's, there's a breezeway between the perfumery and whatever it is they sell on the other side. Is that, are they both perfumery yeah, ones? Yeah. Makeup and then yeah. there's okay. a Caroline shop, right? Okay. But there is something upstairs over the perfumery, and they used to sell art prints up there. And then for a while, they had um, like an exhibit of French art up there. I don't know if it's still open. I don't think it's accessible. That's the problem. You have to be able to go up the stairs. I don't think there's an elevator to it, and I think that's why they don't use it anymore. Hmm. Well, just uh, just to let you know, um, I, I, I've gone ahead and I've booked uh, six of us into Le Cellier on July 16th at 1.20 p.m. That was the first available reservation oh, wow. I could find. Um, wow. So. <laughs> so now we've crossed the bridge. And we're into France and from France, France. 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 and this okay. is where France. the language changed. And this after is where all, dear, this is France. We went to France and we went in to see Impressions de France. And the man's—I know he was speaking English. Yes, there was some English words in the midst of what he was saying, but, but it was just the most understand. beautiful. I sat there with my mouth open, going, "My goodness, can you just keep on a talking?" But it's that was another. It's a motion picture, and it's a sit down, and it's a cool place to sit. Which I, that's the first time I've ever done this too. It's as long as the Canadian movie is, but one you're sitting and one you're standing. I had a couple of great listeners send me the audio track. For, I love the music to uh, Impressions to France. It's like Beauty and the Beast, and there's some. I mean, there's familiar a lot of French composers. a lot of music in there that was familiar to me, and just the to me it almost it was like sitting down Soren French version. You know, it's like they do a lot of that sweeping. Yeah, the go ooh, by the castles, and, and it was just. But that I just movie loved again it. was like something I came out of there like, oh, that would be neat to go see. That yeah. they, in eighteen minutes, how they can sell you on a country. They, yeah, they sold it, and I was. It's one of the things that when I've been going to Epcot since it opened in nineteen eighty two, and it's one of the things, one of the many things that made me want to see France. Okay. Because that movie hasn't yeah. changed. Oh, it hasn't. And there's no reason to change it. It's no. j- it just speaks mm-hmm. for itself. It tells you this is what this country's about. And the cute little French dude up front really sensed yeah. it for me. When he was a cute little guy, and he just he was enthusiastic about his country, and it just. But if he yelled at him, he'd surrender. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you've got that in France, and you've got the street atmosphere with the little dude on the chairs, which. Amazes me. Has he ever fallen off? Has anybody ever heard of him? I've never seen. I've never heard anything. It's just amazing to see how many chairs he stacks. Is this the guy that communicates via whistle? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. What? I like the chair thing, but it's how many times can you blow a whistle? I don't know. It just kind (laughs) of urges him on. As many times as you get paid for. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Oh man. Um, Shopping in France. You've got over there. (laughs) <laughs> There's so many places I, I could have gone with that How many times did you blow a whistle? Dining in France We've got um, Chefs de France And Bistro de Paris yes. Which I believe is closed until October Yeah yeah. The Bistro? Yeah mm-hmm. They're going to oh. fix the Tower of Terror elevator <laughs> Did it drop and hurt somebody or what? It no? just needs it, it hasn't been rehabbed in a while Oh okay Chefs de France is good Every time I've been in there It's been excellent uh, Wonderful Services, but I'm telling, but I'm telling you, I, th- I really think personally, Bistro de Paris is probably, if not the best restaurant on property, it's definitely in the top three. I'll agree. Um, 
it's uh, and I think it's just this overlooked gem. You have all these people clamoring to get into La Cellier, and for the same price, you can yeah. get a much better meal and in the Bistro de Paris. And the atmosphere, I think, is much oh, nicer. It's wonderful. It's kind of like you forget you're in a theme park. You do, you do. and it, it and it really, having been to France now, it's like okay, they they really got this right. I mean, it really does have that feel. Other than the small um, name tags that the waiters wear, yeah. I don't think there's any reference to Disney in the restaurant. No, no. But did cool. you get a Club Thirty Three vibe? Yeah, very, oh, very sure. much so. Yeah, definitely, okay. very much so. Okay. Very much I'm so. Walking up the steps, I'm like, I feel like I'm at Club Thirty Three. It's I, I yeah I agree okay. I agree that definitely has that vibe to it. The man in um, France, the man who runs Le Cellier and Bistro de Paris, is the only person from Disney who has ever contacted me regarding a review that we did. Oh really? Mm-hmm. And he offered us the opportunity to dine at Bistro de Paris on him. His name is Jerome Bocuse. And we turned, we, we thanked him, but we told him that we couldn't possibly review it if he was buying dinner. So it's been, we waited a while and have then gone back and since reviewed it, but he offered to buy us dinner based on the review that I did for La Salle, or for, um, excuse me, Chefs de France. And again, just for the sake of, you know, integrity, we did not take right. him up on that. And, you know, what's, what's, Great and sad all at the same time is that you can pretty much walk up to the podium at Bistro de Paris and get seated. Wow. And you really don't have to worry about what you're wearing. Because um, you it is a theme it's, park. It's, in a, it's a, in a theme park. But, you know, when I see that, uh, you know, Universal touts Mythos as the best in theme park restaurant in the world, no, it's not. Right. Now, there is it's not a even hand, close. There is a small elevator, which I've jokingly referred to. But it's a it's a long walk up. If you have accessibility issues, it's a long walk yep. up a spiral staircase, a big curving, grand spiral staircase. But there is a one person. It's more of a dumbwaiter uh, that takes you up to the second floor. It might be the scariest thing I've ever done in my huh. life, and it was. It took at least three minutes to okay. get upstairs. There's a little window, so John was kept like screaming through the elevator shaft. You're almost here. Stop screaming. It's like little Frenchman winding the little thing up. Ratatouille is running in the wheel that lifts you to the top elevator, wow. the top of the building. I think it's important to note that the entrance to Bistro is behind Chefs de France. Well right. hidden. It's just yeah. this nondescript little. But isn't that the way Europe is, though? I'm having what little bit I've been there. It's like, oh my gosh, you're looking for something. All of a sudden, there's this nondescript little door, and beyond that door is, you know, the most amazing thing. But I think that's it's something. actually an elegant restaurant. You can eat in in your shorts. Mm-hmm. Also, back near that entrance is the um, the bakery pastry shop, which oh my, I've eaten in there numerous times. Oh, yes. yes, that's a mandatory stop. It is, a, and both sides are the same people. So yes. if one line's shorter, just go to that short line because you you walk in, and it, you basically you walk through through these um, and there's glass display cases on both sides with all of the you know pastries, sandwiches, um, desserts. Breads, just any little high fattening, wonderful thing you might want, and you walk in in one line, but it splits, and you can go either way, and it's identical on both sides. So I have to tell you, we're always asked for that little hidden gem. There is a cheese flatbread in there, so if you're looking for a quick lunch, I, I was going to say a light lunch, but cheese flatbread kind of or cheese bread doesn't really count as light lunch. But it's if you're quick. looking for quick, you get a cheese bread. And a dessert and it's something to drink, and you're in and out 
depending on the line, within minutes. And it's you are. really, really good. And there's, good. Seating, there's a, a little bit of choice seating out front. Not not a whole lot of seating, but... There's actually more spe- seating back in the store. Back in, right, yeah. To the store, yep. and, but, that, and it's not expensive. That gentleman that you mentioned... That's Jerome Bocuse. That they're talking about enlarging that bakery area, putting it somewhere else in that area, but making it much larger. A little bit bigger, it needs yeah. to be, because it's, it's very popular back As in. a matter of fact, one of the, um, during the Food and Wine Festival, they usually have something called the Bocuse Door, and it's the Gold Bocuse. It's an award giving to chefs, and it's because of Jerome Bocuse's father, Paul, oh, okay. who's one of the three gentlemen who actually started the hmm. French restaurant, the restaurant in the France Pavilion. It's pretty cool. Lots of shopping in France. Mm-hmm. Wine shop, there's the sort of the housewares store back there. Yeah, they have had, great smelling soap back there. I forget the name of it. We had fun walking through those shops, and I had never been back that way. I hadn't either. The kitchen shop where the you can get wine tastings and all of that, it's just pretty cool. Chocolates, all kinds of fun things. But um, France is a place to, a destination, I think. Um, leaving France, we went to a country I had never really explored at all, which was Morocco. I usually just walk by, get my desert rose pink frozen drink and keep moving. Before you get there, there's a restroom. If you're looking for a handicapped accessible restroom or a family restroom, there's a rest, a family restroom tucked behind the other restrooms in Morocco, which is greatly accessible. There's a baby changing station in there. And if you had to uh, accompany someone, if a man had to accompany a female in to a restroom, this is a great place to do it. We're going to talk a little bit more about some of the um, disability options when you're in the park. We're going to do that the next time. But thanks for that. Yeah, that's, that's a good great. tip I didn't know. Um, Morocco is the only country in World Showcase in which the government was actually involved in the design and construction of the pavilion. I did not know that. That's kind of interesting. It's one of the places to me that when you get back into the back area of it, you kind of can't see any other reference to right. Epcot. You really do. You can feel like you're old world. Yeah, yeah, you really do feel that way. And I said to, to you numerous times that to me it felt like when we used to go shopping over in Africa, that the little shops and how how it was laid out, I I felt like I'd gone home again. And the details and the you know, I don't know. It's just a beautiful. I never really thought about Morocco that much, but it's a beautiful area and lots of funky shopping. Something that's cool to do, and somebody suggested it to me, this is not an original idea. If you buy something in one of the shops, have them write a word in Arabic on the bottom of it. You can pick your name if they can, you know, if your name translates into Arabic. But I had them write the word hello on the back of a little, like a jeweled box that I bought, just because it was kind of cool, and the, the cast members will do that for you. Yeah. But, you know, they're writing what you say you want. I mean, you have to sort of trust them, I guess. Yes. I mean, like, they could be writing, I'd like soup. I don't know. I <laughs> Actually, there was somebody on the Diz that went someplace and asked a cast member to, to write something, and they wrote something that wasn't very nice. Really? And that person was relieved of their job. Their post, huh? Well, Stella has a um, an umbrella hanging over her bed from... Japan, it has something written on it. They wrote on it. I hate to think it was not something nice, but <laughs> but um, Morocco, the dining, you got the Tangerine Cafe, and there's a little pastry shop tucked in the back of there, which we found there's no prices <laughs> listed. Yes. 
you just go up and point to something and then ask what the price is, I guess. It was just kind of bizarre. Also, um, Restaurant Marrakesh is there. Beautiful inside. Absolutely beautiful. And I didn't, I mean, I knew it was back there, but I never really thought about, you know. And there's um, belly dancers and music and all kinds of. Do we want to say how we ended up back there? We got lost in the streets of Morocco. <laughs> now we were. You know, it is a big circle, guys. I mean, <laughs> now we were trying to, you know, as part of our segments, we try to do a dining segment. And Teresa had mentioned she needed to pick up the menus. So we looked at the pricing of the quick service and we looked at the price back at Marrakesh and found out that it was actually t- cheaper or a better use of our money to go to the sit down. Because and get they, the, they have a, a daily special, which they have every day. And with that, we got dessert, our meal, and... Um, our salad. Our salad. The only, you didn't like the salad? I like no. salad. The only thing that we had to, you had to think, figure in was the tip. But the entertainment inside the restaurant and the atmosphere, to me, was worth the tip. I hate that restaurant. Really? I hate it. It's so loud, and it's so it's just not conducive to Well, there eating. was only, I counted tables. There was only 10 tables occupied when we went but in. But I mean, the, the the belly dancer and the music is just so Oh, I, yeah. I enjoyed that. I thought and it because was Because it's fun. tile, it seems to yeah. really echo. The sound bounces. But it's beautiful. But it was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. You had a much better, like, atmosphere sitting in that space, I think, than sitting out in the, the cafe out front where you see the people strolling by. I, I just thought for the few extra dollars that it cost us and yeah. we were sitting yeah, inside see, air I conditioning. I love Tangerine Cafe. I just love it. It's, it's one of my favorite places to eat in the world. Really? Yeah. So we looked at that. What I wanted on that menu was like fourteen ninety nine or something. And then at Marrakesh, the special was like nineteen ninety five, And I thought, well, I could, you know. And see, what we world. do is when we go there... And it's not because we're vegetarian, but the stuff that we like there, we don't actually order off the menu. We get side side orders of all of the items, and for John and I to have lunch there, it comes to about $14 for the two of us. That's pretty good. This is um, Aladdin and Jasmine are in Morocco, if you're looking for them. That's usually where they're hanging. So it's a nice little um, look at their pretty fake hair. Yeah. (laughs) There's also the band... Plays in Morocco. Mm-hmm. Moroccan. Moroccan. They're good. You don't like them? It seems like every time I go by, they're playing, and they're so loud. Why yeah, do they be they so are. loud? They are really loud. I mean, I'm not crazy about off-kilter. That's not my style of music. But it seems like you can sort of tolerate it as you walk past. You don't like the Middle Eastern music? <laughs> you, you mean the that. Canadian bagpipe band? The Canadian bagpipe band. You get to Morocco, and it just seems like... Oh, I like Moroccan. Oh, I, I stop they... every time and just... Ooh, it's just I'm ha- so happy that people like that. I really am. I, I mean, think they crank the thing. music up louder to get the people to come in. Because I think all of those music acts are loud. You can hear it from the other side. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 No, you can. Yes, you can. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's not talking the other side of Orlando. And, uh, and back to the, the hair. I was The fake hair that, that just disappoints me. That humans have fake hair and... Like audio animatronics have real hair wigs. What's that about, John? 
This is a really obscure conversation from Morocco. Why did you? Why is this? Because be? Aladdin has she got the worst the wig oh, I have terrible. ever seen. Why can't they give him the animatronic real hair? Because those wigs are thousands and thousands yeah. and thousands of dollars. But so, he'd look better. But people wearing yeah, but, them are going to make them right. know, disintegrate. And he's going to stand out in the Florida heat. Ben Franklin, that rises up and down in the American Pavilion, has a real human hair wig, mm-hmm. but it's several thousand dollars, and he has three of them. If you take the backstage magic tour, they tell you that, but they're very, very expensive, and they're all hand knotted. And I don't know why, other than the fact that they're really okay. Expensive. Well, why can't they just find someone that has has that hair? Because you know hair. the casting pool just isn't deep enough for Arabian princes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I think they could. I don't really have a better explanation for you than they're expensive. Why don't they find princesses with real hair? Consistency. Yeah, I right, exactly. They have to be the exact same haircut, exact same color. Yeah. So they all time. have bad haircuts. They right. do. So that's Morocco. Um, lots of good shopping. I enjoyed the dining. Marrakesh, you, don't, you guys don't like it. Again, it's not my favorite place. Too no, loud. Neither. There's too much going on. And they put cinnamon on beef. I don't know that I enjoyed it. <laughs> and powdered it. sugar. There was powdered sugar in that little beef yeah. thing I ate, but it was good. That, that was actually that powdered was sugar makes everything better. It does. <laughs> Whatever the funky. I thought, spice. what is this little Coke product sprinkled on my on my egg rolly thing? What's what's your new thing now? Cream cheese on everything. Cream cheese and jam. <laughs> On cream everything. cheese, cream cheese is a food group. It, there's, there's just not, cream cheese and sour cream. There's just nothing wrong with you. You can melt it. You can spread it. You can oh gosh. You can eat it right out of the mix. Anything oh, with it, please. It's, it's excellent. Cream excellent. cheese is a perfect food. I'm it glad is. we tried it. I would not go back and eat that kind of food again. I like the baklava. That was oh no, our that dessert. was that was really good. I'm glad I tried it just so I can say, look, I tried it. It's not for me. I like that we were able to. Experience at restaurant. I think that's an excellent tip because that wouldn't work if you're on the dining plan. Right. But if you're just walking along and you want to try something totally out of your comfort zone and say it's a really hot day, Tangerine Cafe's hopping and no room, head on back to Restaurant Marrakesh. They've got that daily special every day. And just for a few dollars more, you've got an amazing place to sit. There's a reason there's only 10 tables filled in there. I know, but... It's I, a big place. It is a big place. But I just... And I, I found think, it very fascinating. I, I think that, you know, generally speaking, this certainly isn't the case for everyone, but I think generally speaking, the concept of Moroccan food is probably outside the comfort zone right, of most exactly. people. Mm-hmm. It is. You know, because it just sounds exotic. Whether or not it is exotic doesn't matter. It sounds exotic. And you know, and and look, I'm guilty of this. I'm guilty of this. I've eaten there once, like 140 years ago, and it was okay. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't like I had some awful experience and don't can't go back. It just, I have, I, I don't know. I have to be in a certain mood, a certain very adventurous mood yeah. to do food like that. Um, whereas you know, with with French food or even British food or you know, Le Cellier, um those places, I can, you know, th- th- that that doesn't bother me. Well, they're not mixing things that, you know, like Kevin said, cinnamon, powdered sugar. That's a, more of a dessert thing for us. And when we eat out at the Tangerine Cafe, we get stuff that's kind of accessible. Well, we get uh, hummus. They have olives. We get a lentil salad. We also get I can't think of enough the green stuff. 
Tabbouleh. Tabbouleh. There's falafel. And that comes out of – it's a plate, and it's, it just happens to be vegetarian. But they also have the best homemade pita chips at the Tangerine Cafe. Oh, yeah. But those, all of those things you just mentioned, you can get in the grocery store now, too. Yeah. Basically. That's become a lot more common. It's becoming right. a lot yes. more common. But you're not right, going to so go to the grocery store and find lamb kebabs and right. you know all the – once you get back in there and you, you're getting more exotic and – Well, I was, what I was telling you was that we find a much – we find the Tangerine Cafe much more accessible. They're not putting powdered sugar and cinnamon on like beef and I just – You see, this is a plus for me. You know, powdered sugar and cinnamon on something. That's a plus. That, it really made that, that little, makes me... Well, like fried dough, good. yeah. I mean, when you start putting it on hamburger, it's kind hey, of gross. I, it was, I'm willing it to try it. It was interesting. Yeah. It, it was, was very interesting. And would you the, order it again? I probably would. That that I would. And I enjoyed the salad. It had a saffron, I think he said, on it. Yeah. Kathy didn't like the salad, but I, I enjoyed it. It was good until I got that... There was a little taste that, that you yeah. kept hitting, but, but I don't know. I think Morocco is just an amazing place. I... If you can't go to the real Morocco, head to. <laughs> I think I think it's a I, I think it's a great space in in general. I, I think you know the little shops and mm-hmm. stuff that are back there. I think it's a great space. It's a real. Yeah, it's like nothing you're going to find. But here, and I, so. I, you know, I, I I'll, I'll, I'll approach this delicately. I also think there is a certain, in this day and age, a certain cultural resistance among a certain percentage of the population uh, to Morocco that also may explain why it's not as busy as other pavilions. You think? I, Absolutely. I, think I, you're right. I think, you know, I'm trying to be delicate about it. but yeah. I never I, really thought There about are people that. who have a prejudice because that's associated with a part of the world that might be considered too exotic for people, especially at this time in our political culture. Mm, I understand. I think that's sad. And it's where Barack Obama was born. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> oh, good Lord, you had to go there. <laughs> Come on, how 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 measured do you think I could stay? Really, you were you were doing. I'm thinking, man, Pete's doing good. How I'm trying to practice my my diplomatic that was nice skills. Did you see his White House dinner or the White House correspondence dinner speech where was, he said to people, "I was born in Hawaii," and then winked. Yeah, he was funny. He is funny to begin with. Anyway. Morocco. From there, where did we go? Oh, we went. To, we have hints. And, oh, hints and tips. I yes, forgot, Kathy. I'm so that, sorry. I forgot we had those. As I was mentioning to Teresa, as we walked through, you know, the beautiful mosaics that they have on the wall. They purposely have at each mosaic area a broken tile, because in their religion, only Allah can create perfection. That's true. In rugs created in that area, I used mm-hmm. to work in a Middle Eastern rug gallery. I know that sounds weird, but it's true. I think that's just an excuse for being lazy. No, it's, there's a, a there's a, a mistake woven into every right. rug because you can't have perfection. And then, if you've watched Illuminations, Morocco is the only country that doesn't light up. Again, that's for religious reasons. Really? Yes. yes. They don't believe in electricity. <laughs> but see, there you've got the culture is really into that pavilion. I mean, it's. No, I mean, uh, no, the theming and, and, and the cultural integration, from my standpoint anyway, I think is outstanding. Oh, I yes. mean, really and truly. It, it feels, I mean, I've never been to Morocco. But, you know, having traveled some to countries that are represented in World Showcase, they really have done an excellent job. Yeah, I mean, there are some sections essence. back in there when you're like going through the little alleys. I mean, I expected Indiana Jones to come flying by or, you know, just it was real... You have a rich life, don't you? I do. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know. I just, I really, I'll be going back to Morocco because I just really, I enjoyed it. And, and then I again, enjoyed the shopping. Looking, if you're looking down as you're going between France and Morocco, you'll notice that there's a section of the pavement that looks a little bit different, and that's supposed to symbolize the Straits of Gibraltar. So if you want to, as opposed to the gaze of Gibraltar, <laughs> Straits of Gibraltar. I did not know that one. That's cool. <gasps> really? I didn't, know that. I didn't know that either. How cool! So okay. I said, you know, just as you're walking, look down sometimes. Yep. You'll learn, and then look back up, yeah. so you don't run into. Yeah. Just say, <laughs> I don't know how much of that we want to encourage. But. Well, look down quickly. After Morocco, <laughs> you got any more good no, gems good. for us? That's it from Morocco. Okay, I couldn't remember how many you had. Japan. Another absolutely beautiful pavilion. It really is. Absolutely beautiful. And that store is incredible. Oh, yes. The oh. Mitsukoshi Department Store. Wow. Is, that, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Mitsukoshi, I think Mitsukoshi it is. Department Store, named for the oldest department store in the world. What can you not find in there? I'm telling you, it's Big crazy. Men's oh, my gosh. <laughs> Your sanity. Hello Kitty. And then just head on back Tell to the... Tell about the rock we found. Did you remember the rock when Kristen was here? <laughs> Was it a cup? It was a oh, it was coffee, a cup, coffee cup, like blown out of solid rock. And John picks it up and says to me, "Do you like this?" I said, "Well, yeah, it's kind of cool." He said, "They only have one. Should we buy it?" And I thought, "Well, you're kind of all excited about the cup. Get the cup." And it was like two hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, wow. oh my lord, really? And yeah. I asked the manager, <laughs> "Is this a mis- is this a misprice? Why is this two hundred and fifty dollars?" Because they had to destroy an ecosystem. Right, exactly, <laughs> very much. Because it's made sea from a rib- riverbed rock, and it was just oh a my stupid gosh. story. Was it pretty? It was a rock. Did mug. you get it? No. Oh, I thought you got it. You know, we're it, hoping it, you'll buy it for us on your next trip. It's funny though. Sometimes the backstory. Um, the backstory makes it worth it. I, I was someplace recently, just off the topic completely, but I was someplace recently and uh, saw this piece of artwork that was, I, I was drawn to it. It was very pretty. It was really well done. You know, I liked the colors. I liked the way it was. And someone explained to me, it was on sale. It was $150 for the piece. I'm like, well, it's not bad for a piece of art, framed. But then I got the story behind it. <laughs> because this was a, you know, a, a very artistic image of, you know, it was a, it was a, a human figure in water, um, and you know the sunlight and you know a lot of swirling waves and things. And I'm like, wow, that's really cool. Then I got the backstory. The woman who painted it had been in a plane crash in the Gulf of Mexico about five or six years ago, and I mean the plane went underwater. Oh, and she and her nine-month-old baby managed to escape. This was like a ten-person plane. Wow! Managed to escape and survive. They, she was able to like stay above water, you know, get above water and stay there until help arrived, and survived. And when she came back, she painted all of these pieces that was kind of like therapeutic for yeah. her. Oh, wow! And this one piece represents her taking her baby from underneath the water. Did you buy it? I did right away. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm getting it next week. I'm getting it next week. But sometimes, you know, I, I like the piece just to begin with. Aesthetically, I like the piece. But then you get the backstory. Then on you it, get the story, and yeah. it's like, okay, that I, the yeah. story just sold that piece. Yeah. Do you remember the thing we gave you and Walter? Yes, the, it's in my office now. Okay, that was interesting to begin with. Great, great story. However, the story of it, I bought one for us. I went back and bought one for you. 
and went back and bought a third piece. And we're hoping that she's there in November because I'm going to buy another piece. But what I like is that as you go through places like Mitsukoshi, and there are certain places around World Showcase where this is true, where you find you can find really, really unique items. And it's such a change of pace from the normal Disney theme park experience where it's just all the same stuff. Yeah. You know, if you want something unique, you know, a unique souvenir from Disney World, these are the places to go. World Showcase really is the place it to go. Is. But Mitsukoshi is amazing. All the they got all the anime anime stuff in there. Oh yeah, kids love that. Oh store. my gosh, it's just anime's big. Huge. Yeah, all those little dishes. Oh the my little oh, sushi dishes. Yeah. We have a whole bunch of them, and they're great little side dishes to your dinner. And they're great for little for. Okay, don't freak out me for feeding the cat. They're just so, they're perfect little cat dishes. Yeah. I have no problem with that. Well, but what I think what, what amazes me most about this store is that it was established in 1698 yeah, or something. like 12th century or Well, no, 16th century. No, would is it 16? It was 1690-something, wow. I think. Okay. I knew um, it was way back, yeah. I mean... Not the one in Epcot. This is a satellite store. Right. right? <laughs> satellite store. <laughs> but when you think about it, when you think about, you know, there's, this is a department store that has a longer history than our nation does. Yeah. Um. In, in, in at least in terms of modern civilization, um, uh, that's to, that to me. I mean, that in, a, in and of itself, I find that. And cool. all you have to do is venture outside the borders of the United States. Yeah, and everything's a thousand years old. And yeah. all of a sudden, you realize exactly how young we really are. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But the farther you go back into Japan, then you get back there with all the interesting snack snackage and all the weird foods. Oh, the dried Sweet fish! Oh, I love that. Stuff. I love, I love that stuff. Oh, it's vile. It's just so bizarre. You can just stand in the drinks, the weird And they have a sake and, bar back there also. Yeah, yep. It's just absolutely. So you can have your own shot of warm nail polish remover. <laughs> okay. But um, I don't know. I think that the the shopping's pretty cool in Japan. Um, the dining- I was impressed, too, that mixed in with the expensive stuff, they had more reasonable pricing on some of the stuff that I would go back and buy stuff in there. And weird things, odd things, um, little back massage rollers and, and you know, socks and just odd, just oddities. That yeah, I don't consider socks that odd. Well, they were like socks, we would call them flip-flop socks, but it's... Oh, with the toe. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I mean, just different things you couldn't find anyplace else. And then you can do the pick-a-pearl. Pick-a-pearl, yeah. And what a lot of people do on the Diz is they go on eBay, and there's a little Cinderella carriage you can buy on eBay for like $5 instead of buying their expensive one. So a lot of kids use that as their souvenir. They buy the pearl. They got the pearl. And then, yeah, we stood there and watched that. That was yeah. interesting. Funny, funny. Listening to him talk, and they're picking out their pearls and stuff. Um, dining in Japan, you've got Teppanito. It's where the chef prepares your food at the table. Benihana style. Benihana style. That looks like a fun, popular place. You've got Tokyo Dining, where you get your sushi and your steak, shrimp. They've got a little bit of everything. And then the new quick service is, uh, I'm going to butcher this. Is it Katsura? Katsura? Grill? Close Dustin? Yeah, you're saying it right. Is that right? I'm assuming. And that's up on the hill. um, Yeah, really. Come on, Dustin. Pull out your Japanese for me. They've got a lot of good, a lot of good seating inside and out, and that's a reasonably priced quick service. I like the salmon; is really good there. The rice is good. Entertainment. Where they have entertainment, they've got those drum people. The drum people, and I'm gonna mess it. I'm gonna go with that name. 
Come on, give it a try. Come on. No, you're going you're gonna to make fun of me. We're going to do that when you leave anyway. Japanese drummers. Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> Who always have to seem to be facing the sun every time I see him up yeah. there. Excellent. Don't you just love that? Yeah, I guess when it, there's a theme going. I don't care for any of the stuff that's like loud and going on. Really? Rocks the sidewalk. Yeah, because you're just gonna push on through to your destination. As fast as we can. Jo- we're, most of the time, really? we're jogging. No, it's <laughs> I want to see other stuff. I don't. But wanna... that's the whole point. The point is to make you stop. I, I disagree. I, I mean, I, I, I'm not saying that the point of these. Uh, uh, Drummers or events are aren't to draw traffic in, but I, I don't think there's any right or wrong way to see World Showcase. I mean, well, no, no. Some well, for yeah. some people that's not what they're interested in. Um, some people, you know, they are. It people depends stop on stop and listen and take pictures, and they love it. So I mean, I'm you know obviously I'm odd in that way. It's just not my thing. Well, I don't stop it. I mean, when I go to World Showcase, oh come on! All they got to do is like dangle keys, and I'll stop if. I don't know. I guess you got to be in the mood for it. But the first, I don't know how many times I ever went to World Showcase, we just walked through to get the atmosphere. I didn't really care if there was something. In fact, I probably didn't even know there was stuff back in the buildings. And I think you can have a perfectly good time just walking along. And as you see the drum players and go, oh, look at that drum players. And just keep There's walking. There's not a lot to look at there. Those drummers are drumming. It's not really a lot it's to nice, look at. It's nice well, background when you're walking around, though. They're I, I also like synchronized. There's an art yeah. to it. I give them yeah, that. Yeah, I do, too. It's just not something I have to right. stand and look at. Right. Because you can them. hear them from outer space. Right, true. Okay, so um, any fascinating facts about Japan? No, I didn't. Oh, the candy lady. My Yuki. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, that's, yeah. A big, that's a big draw. Yes. That's a very big draw. She makes candy. She makes animals out of candy. A rice candy. candy, right? Yes, and she used to give it away to the people in the crowd. And this is one of those things that it depends who you talk to, what happened with that, that, you know, these obnoxious parents that their son or daughter needed to have that. Their snowflake didn't get one. Yes. You know, Disney said that they couldn't do that because that was a food product and it had been handled and whatever, but it was because the snowflakes parents complained. Right. But it's really something to watch her take this, you know, she just breaks off like a blob and then all of a sudden she creates the most amazing creatures. Right. It's a great thing to stand it's pretty and cool. watch. A lot to see, lots to do. What's our next country, John? Well, you missed next to uh, coming around in uh, Japan, there's that little food stand where they do the kakigori. Oh, the kakigori ice. And the um, they've got quite a few new things there also. Yeah, a little bit of sushis out yeah. there and stuff. That's, and it's a nice shaded, cool area yeah. to sit. I forgot all about that. And there's there. funnel cakes. Funnel cakes. Funnel mm-hmm. cakes. In Japan? And you go up from no. Japan. From oh, you're Kigori. getting into our country. I am. Land of the free. But the funnel cakes are between Japan and America, yeah. just like off kilter is between Canada and England. <laughs> we don't and have so a band. In Japan. <laughs> but the funnel cakes are technically in America. Correct. Because if you they're go to Disney's America. website, they're listed there. It's one of our, because in the America Pavilion, you've got um, your dining is your choices. An embarrassment. Yeah. You've got the funnel cake is listed as one of the dining locations. And the fife and drum. And um, I don't know. I saw the America Pavilion as I have never seen it before last week. And, yes, I wept my way. Sober? No, sober. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, they got me crying. I'll admit it. 
I have never stood and listened to the Voices of Liberty. Oh, that's amazing. Holy cow. Oh, yeah, you must have been a yeah. bus wreck. Yep. Oh, she's, she's, she's <laughs> actually getting emotional talking about it. Yeah, it, I mean, that was something, again, that we walked in and we saw people sitting there and I'm like, oh, they must be getting ready to do the Voices of Liberty. And I had said to her, had you ever seen them? And we listened to that. And that was, what, a good 10, 15 minutes? Yeah, but weeping, openly weeping. Yeah. They ended up with a, a, a standing ovation at the end by everybody that was there. Did I think they, that's probably a pretty yeah, common practice. Almost yeah. every time I've been. Did they so. introduce the members of the Armed Forces? The armed forces. Uh, forces. No, they didn't. Oh, good Lord, I couldn't have taken that. Really? Oh, my God. Oh, they, didn't, they said they didn't do um, patriotic armed forces songs? I don't they know They were doing... Plantation kind of stuff, and but did, yeah. They, yeah, they did that too when we were there. But then they did went into the armed forces, and they had they would say, "Okay, who's here from the air force?" And they would have no. everybody no. from the air force. Oh my gosh, that would have taken me down. I, I would have been joining you right. Oh then. my I mean, gosh, I had, I had the goosebumps. But they started off with Lee Greenwood's, um, you know, proud, proud to, be, to an be an American. American, and that song gets me every time. And then they went into these other ones. Um, yeah, like Jim Plantation Crack Corn or something. I don't know. It's like plantation music, but my, still, yeah. it's like. And, and it's stuff Americana. that I... Americana, yeah. yeah. And their costumes and their enthusiasm. I wonder if they change the repertoire between they do. shows. Yeah, they do. Maybe we just saw the show where they do that. Because the Voices of Liberty are, I don't know how many total, but there's, it's not the same group every time. Well, it's, yeah. t- it's, I think it's like 10 singers at one time, but... but now, when no, we saw six. it, I, I thought it was one of the most moving things. I came back and was crazy about it. You got to go do it. You got to go see so, it. It's just so... I mean... Before you just walk in there and it's like, oh, look at the pretty pictures, look at the American relics and blah 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 blah. But then once you hear that and you think and you think about what's behind the country, take it, Kathy. I'm going to cry. <laughs> the acoustics in there are awesome. Right, and they're yeah. amazing, good. It was absolutely built amazing. Specifically for that and the American well, adventure. If I'm not mistaken, the and I could be wrong on this, but I remember hearing somewhere that the acoustics in that area are meant to uh, mimic the acoustics. In the rotunda of the Capitol in Washington. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Because awesome. that also has a certain acoustic style from the dome, um, and so I, I remember hearing somewhere. Now, whether that's true or not, I'm not sure. But there's actually there's actually a spot in the rotunda of the Capitol where if you stand in this one spot and somebody walks like a hundred feet away and whispers, you can hear Mm -hmm. them. Wow. There's also seating upstairs for the, um, there's a couple of benches upstairs for those who would have trouble either a sitting on the floor or standing for the entire performance in the gallery. And you can see just as well and hear just as well from upstairs. It's, it's, it's pretty darn amazing. And the, um, American adventure, which I had never gone in and done that too where you take the escalators or the steps upstairs it's a combination of music film and audio animatronics which as much as patriotic as i am it was a little long for me oh i love it i absolutely loved it though absolutely loved it we had trouble with the audio was the audio really bad no the audio track needs to be cleaned up a bit i mean it was okay it was a little it had a few moments where it was like kind of not scratchy but there was something funky about it but just the whole story, you know. And can you imagine being from another country and sitting there? It's like, oh my gosh! If you take the backstage magic tour, not the ABD one that goes to Disneyland, the eight-hour trip tour that takes you backstage at all the Walt Disney World, you come away with a much greater appreciation mm-hmm. for the. That's American what Kathy pavilion. was telling me. All the different the backstage oh, yeah. area of what goes on there, but it just and the um, 
the Spirit of America Fife and Drum Corps. Saw that for the first time, too, also, when we were over there. It's so cool. I mean, it's just... You know where we told you we didn't like the other uh, performers? Uh-huh. I can't say that about right. the, the... American Pavilion. Now, why is that? American. Is it because you're an American? No, you're proud because to be an American, I think the or? voices... They sing a cappella. Yeah. And I think the voices are so spectacular. Yes, they are. And maybe it is. Maybe it's because I'm familiar with those songs. Maybe I'm just being, you know, patriotic and country-centric. It's stirring. it's stirring when you hear that music that... You've heard your whole life at some point. Well, Maybe first not of all, the I event. hate bagpipe music. I hate bagpipe music. So that <laughs> doesn't appeal eerie. to me. Like and me too. It sounds like they're playing a vacuum cleaner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not a big fan of Moroccan music either, but I think the Voices of Liberty, I think my appreciation comes from the uh, Candlelight Processional. Yeah. It's, that's, well, the, that's the only um, experience I'd had with them was a Candlelight. Voices control. of Liberty also do it at Magic Kingdom for 4th of July mm-hmm. that they sing and you're just and I've stood there and just wept yeah. because we it's just it so beautiful when they do that. So if you're looking for something to do on 4th of July, be there when they have their little Also, we, uh, go ahead. We were at an event someplace and I can't remember where it was. This is going to be very interesting. <laughs> okay. And the Voices of Liberty perform. So they do perform at special events also. Now, as uh, Limited as the food is in American Pavilion, shopping is just as well. Shopping's yeah. crap. Can I say that? <laughs> you yeah. can. You we just walked did. in and it was just Duffy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Duffy yeah. stuff. And, and, and a shirt, coon hat and. But this is what gets me is for as hat. for yeah. as wonderful as the Voices of Liberty are and as wonderful <laughs> as the show is, is as crappy as the restaurant and the shopping. I don't. Understand it. It wasn't even a shop. It was just like a little closet. A little, and there's like nothing. three books about presidents aimed at sixth graders. I was and- my mouth just dropped. I'm thinking I was expecting something really spectacular with stuff from all the different regions of the world, country. Now we were there one day, and outside under that arcade next to the shop, it's a covered walkway. They had artisans there. There were craftsmen. That's the better word for it. They were doing pottery and weaving, and it was all American craft. That should be there all the time. There should be people making. We spent a fortune. Basket. There should be. There should be an area for the southern part of the country and all that that entails. There should be the California area and out west. There should be the colonial. There should be the Midwest. Why don't they do that? That that really. Takes me off. You know how they have sun, sunshine seasons. That should be the American Pavilion with yep. all of those different mm-hmm. regional. It's just, it just that was a disappointment. But the one good thing that America does have is um, the Garden American Gardens Theater, where you're going to hear all the music. That's where all of the when you go to World Showcase, that's where the events are. Uh, what's there, Kathy? Candlelight. Oh, just about everything. Eat to the beat. Eat to the beat. Flower Flower power. power. Flower power. The cover bands. They used to actually have performances there. Um, They would bring people in and just have performances. And the acoustics there is amazing, too, when you're down there listening to um, Candlelight. Who's the one that sings Memory? Betty Buckley. Betty Buckley. We saw Betty Buckley there. (laughs) Wow. Wow. And it was just part of your um, admission. I I should go on Gay Jeopardy. (laughs) 
<laughs> is there a gay Jeopardy? That's the only questions we get. I just read watch. that Alex Trebek is going to retire yeah, in two years. That. You could be the host. That's wow. right. I'll make it gay Jeopardy. Well, let's um, wrap it up with fun trivia facts about America. Kathy Whirling. Well, I dragged Teresa into the building to show her the airplane that's on the wall. As you walk in the American Pavilion to your left, right there on that wall, there's an airplane. And there's like a line on the floor. There used to be a line. And you look at the airplane, and you stand over here on the left, and you sort of walk to the right, and it looks like the airplane follows you. It's weird because you look at it and you go, well, wait a minute. The front end of the plane was like over here when I was over on the left, and now I'm over here on the right, and it's still in like the same position. And I was telling Teresa that on the clock, there is no number IV, you know, Roman numeral four. Because they thought people looking at it from like across the room would get confused, so they put four like eyes or ones. Is that interesting? Hmm. And then I was pointing out to Teresa when um, when <laughs> it's interesting little it's the little, little thing just little I things to look at. I think it's interesting what she finds interesting. And then if you look at the building, it looks like it's a two story building, but it's actually a three story building. And if you want to see that the scale is off just walk up against one of the doors that look like regular doors to your house and walk up to it and find out that it's not sized like a regular door it's that blew oversized. me away i'm six freakish? foot five and that door is at least 10 or 11 feet yeah amazing and the bushes out front because i think we learned this last not year george that the two big bushes on either side of the door um came from horizons because they used to have trees in there and the trees weren't in keeping with the scale of the building and so they realized this back when they were ter- tearing horizons down, and they took those two bushes and put them in front of the building. So now it matches the scale of the building. It's fascinating. And something I never thought about before, and correct me if I'm wrong, every other country has a restroom, correct? Yeah. Is that the way it, America it is? America has a restroom. Excuse me? America has a restroom. America has a good restroom. Yeah. I like it. Okay. But, um, That's not the part we're supposed to correct? <laughs> no, I just want to make sure I was correct in assuming that every other country has a restroom because when you're walking with your family – um, you know, you're either heading towards the restroom or you're just leaving one. I don't. I don't know that all of them do have restrooms. Every other country does. I think they do in the uh, restaurants, maybe. No, not in the, no. Every no. other country. Okay, on this let's side. Go, it it seems that way. Yeah. Where did I see that? Okay. Canada does not have a restroom. Correct. Okay. Well, there you go. United Kingdom does. Mm-hmm. Okay. If if that's what you're saying, then I agree with you. I thought you were saying that they all had restrooms. No, every other one. Okay. Okay. Morocco has a good one, right? Yeah. Japan does not. No. You can't pee in Japan. Yes, you can, actually. That's they, they go out back. <laughs> you can go up to that smaller restaurant up on the hill, the, the fast food. But you're saying there's no uh, public, Giant public, that yeah. you would walk into right. off the quote-unquote right. street. Because usually with our family, when we're, we're not trip planning, but we're touring or going around World Showcase, someone always has to use the facilities, and I always send them ahead. So then by the time they're, you know, we've caught up with them. What part are we supposed to correct if you're wrong? I didn't know if there was more than, if the, every, country, every other country had a restroom. Oh, okay. Just, I wanted you to confirm that with me. Yes. Say yes. yes. I thought every country okay. had one, so I was wrong. No. Well, there's a restroom in every country. There's just not a big open public <laughs> right. restroom. We've, we've established that. This is great okay. conversation. Anyway. Really, come on. <laughs> How many so days have we uh, been here? That's our first half. Um, Join us next time for the second half of World mm-hmm. Showcase. And, and once again, if you've got some suggestions, because I have those that we're going to talk about on the next one, if you've got yeah. some touring tips or suggestions, 
let us know, and uh, Teresa and I will check it out. All right. Well, thank you both very much. That will do it for this segment. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another episode of The Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening, and remember, stay out of the damn lakes.